Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 everyone. You are on live with The Real Jenny on Sports. Today is Tuesday, February 1st, 2011. I couldn't be more thrilled to start off the month of February right, and that is to be talking about sports. Uh, This is a very special time in sports as we are anxiously awaiting Super Bowl 45, which, curiously enough, is being played in the city of Dallas, Texas. And right now, the city of Dallas, Texas, is really under a state of attack. Uh, But the attack is actually as a result of ice and snow and horrible winter weather. Who knew when they decided that they would have a Super Bowl in Dallas that folks would have to be worrying about uh, snow, but it is what it is. We are currently, I'm looking at the countdown now, four days, 19 hours, 58 minutes and 45, 44, well, you know how many seconds it is. So that's what we're down to, and, you know, it is Super Bowl fever here in Dallas. We've honestly been preparing for the concept of Super Bowl for quite some time, led by the efforts of Mr. Roger Staubach, who is the chairman of who's the chairman of the Super Bowl host committee, and then continued once Dallas did win the uh, bid to host Super Bowl 45, uh, then he continued on to be uh, really um, a strong leader uh, for the efforts to bring a quality Super Bowl into Dallas, and so that's what we have uh, today. But we're under snow attack, and so. It's just so fascinating to kind of watch what's happening outside. We were totally shut down in the city of Dallas and all the surrounding areas. And just like about a third of the country uh, this this week or really more today is either has been impacted or is beginning to have this treacherous weather. Uh, my, my wonderful friends in Chicago, uh, just God bless you as uh, it's looking like this may be the worst snow event snow weather event in uh, in about, I think I heard, 40 years. So it, it's just something else. So if people thought they escaped the bad weather to come to Dallas, uh, well, guess what? We've got that for you, too. Uh, just quickly, if you want to dial in, you can dial in at 347-637-1837. Again, 347-637-1837. That is how you get on with the real Jenny. Well, you know, I, and of course we and we are going to talk football. Damon Allen is uh, slow in dialing in, so I'm going to wait to get into the uh, true nitty gritty about uh, what it is to be a part of Super Bowl and you know who, what what teams you're going for. I, I already know who who Damon is rooting for, so I'm not going to reveal who I am rooting for, uh, but at any rate, uh, let's talk about some of the other things that Super Bowls in general. Uh, tend to deal with. Uh, first is a lot of traffic and a lot of extra people in the city, which is really what makes a Super Bowl extremely attractive to any host city. Now, of course, Dallas has this beautiful billion-dollar um, stadium called Cowboy Stadium. It's currently not being sponsored by anybody because sponsorship costs like a billion dollars. It's quite a bit. So hopefully soon someone will jump up 
and sponsored this the uh, beautiful stadium that has the biggest screen, uh, the biggest HD screen in the world. Uh, but we're anticipating this like some 300,000 extra people coming into the city. Well, you know, that all sounds great in theory from the numbers, but now you have to contend with the reality that we got bad weather. So, you know, if a third of the country is being impacted by bad weather, it stands to reason that people coming in, there may be some difficulty really getting people in. And, you know, a lot of people that may even be trying to get out of the city are going to have the same thing. Again, our airports were shut down, you know, for a portion of the day-to-day. Um, schools, for the most part, have been closed for tomorrow already. And so, you know, for those people who like to throw events, uh, that's a really big thing for major events like Super Bowl, uh, NBA All-Star, Finals, you know, those kinds of those kinds of events that you know are naturally bringing in a ton of people. Promoters think that there is. There's a lot of people in the city at that one time that's their event because they have to have somewhere to go, except the fact that they can't go anywhere. And that's what's happening. That's exactly what's happening with uh, with Super Bowl. So I found this just when I tell you this fascinating article, I found two conflicting articles today that talked about the things off the field, right? Things outside the field. And this comes up every Super Bowl in some form or fashion. Either it's major chatter because there's been an incident or it's just, you know, just typical chatter. But they talk about these exotic dancers. So maybe Damon's probably glad that he hasn't quite joined me yet for the conversation. Uh, but, uh, you know, an element of football, in particular, an element of this kind of, of event is that um, exotic dancers tend to have, or or women, you know, are, and probably not just women, so let me not uh, say it's always just women, but people in that profession, a profession where you may dance in a, in, in a manner in which you may take off some of your clothes or, or not dance with too much on. Uh, those professions tend to make a lot of money at this time of year um, during these events. And so uh, this first article that I did see talked about um, there being potentially, and this was um, in the Yahoo News feed, it talked about uh, there was uh, that there's a myth um, that, you know, there's like an extra 100,000 um, exotic dancers or people coming from those establishments all over the world for these events. And and it was like a MythBuster type of article, so that was kind of interesting. And I just thought, the first thing I thought was, this cannot be newsworthy. Are you serious? This was on the main, the main news feed uh, for, uh, it was on the main news feed for Yahoo. And then when I, in fact, saw, um, then when I, in fact, saw, Another article, this particular article, um, talked about uh, clubs in Dallas um, are complaining because they're going to have a shortage of exotic dancers available during the Super Bowl. And that actually hit one of the major news stations, Fox 4 News. And I thought, are we running short of things to talk about? I thought Super Bowl could give you lots and lots to talk about, but now we are feeling so sorry for the, for the you know, come call it what it is, for the strip club owners that we put as a main story on the main page, talk about the poor shortage, that the shortage that they're projecting is only going to be a 30 tourist to one uh, uh, exotic dancer ratio. Like that's a bad thing. 
So it's kind of fascinating how Dallas has taken its interesting spin and twist on the elements outside of the game. It looks like I have Damon. Damon, is that you on the line? Yes, I'm on the line. Yes, how are you doing? Fantastic. I'm well, Damon. How are you? I'm doing doing good. Fantastic. Well, you know, of course I have to give you your proper introduction. I I am excited. Uh, Everyone, if you do not know this this wonderful gentleman, he is Damon Allen, 23-year veteran of the Canadian Football League. He is the best quarterback, and I, I say that truthfully, it's unbiased. Uh, he's got the stats to prove that he, he is he is the best quarterback to ever play in in the game in the CFL. He holds four Grey Cup championships and four different teams with five total Grey Cup appearances. Is that about right? Yes. Uh, wow. See? Yeah, I'm saying. See? See, I'm going to start knowing your blood type after a while. I, 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 I appreciate that very much. <laughs> But he's also a great competitor and a fantastic historian. I kind of put you up there. Uh, you know, I know Charles is your buddy, uh, uh, Charles Barkley, but I put you up there with Kenny Smith. So Kenny, Kenny Smith has this great blend to me of, of humor and strong knowledge of, of the sport of basketball, and you're, and you're that same way. But, I mean, maybe almost better, so don't tell Kenny I said that, because you, you really can't talk – football, basketball, and just a, just a ton of different sports. So, again, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. And uh, I've heard a little bit of, of uh, what you're talking about, about uh, <laughs> the distraction that uh, the, the Super Bowl is getting prepared for, uh, you know, our, our outside of the city. And, uh, I mean, I think in a sense it is a shame when you can talk about those things, and uh, especially when a city you know, hasn't hosted uh, – Super Bowl in a long time, so that's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. I mean, I was stunned. I was stunned to see that that made the front web page, the home web page of one of the major news stations in the area. That that was actually, you know, a topic. I thought, well, well, you know, wow, we don't want to talk about, you know, who we think is going to win, or, you know, but I would tell you, and I'm probably going to be like crucified for this. I really still think a lot of people in Dallas are bitter because Dallas is not in the Super Bowl. And 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 just for and just for those people who are just bitter, I just had to give you this for a second. <laughs> I gotta give those people who are bitter the booze because you gotta let it go, let it go. Cowboys you lost def- a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you definitely have to let it go, and uh, it just shows that the two teams that are in it uh, have stayed uh, steadfast in what uh, they believe in, and uh, they've actually. Uh, Find ways. Uh, I think late in the year to actually play together as a team, and you know the teams that make it to the Super Bowl uh, are the teams that uh, truly understand, um, you know, their their destiny and what they want to do, and and everyone uh, eventually falls into their role and understands their role and plays their role, you know, the best of their uh, knowledge, which ultimately uh, shows that you know you'll, you'll make it to the Super Bowl. You go through the series of playoffs, showing teams that. You know why Pittsburgh belongs there because you know they came back from a 14 point or almost a 21 point deficit to actually come back and beat a team, uh, which was quite surprising to me. But um, there's, that's the reason why they're they're in the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's exactly right. So today was Media Day, just to kind of give an update on kind of what's what's happening as as we're four days and 19 hours and. 
and some minutes uh, until Super Bowl. Today was media day, but it was tough. I will tell you, I, and and I don't it probably this news probably didn't make it outside of the area, but you know we we're in the middle of an ice storm here, and so um, one of the teams had to switch their their practice facility uh, from SMU, which has an outdoor facility. Uh, it was, I believe, it was a high school um, that was that was still kind of close by. Uh, another one of the facilities that was supposed to host um, some some concerts, uh, the roof caved in. I mean, this was a challenging, challenging day. As a, and as well during uh, you know during media day, which I would think is kind of nerve wracking. Is it? Is is this kind of media day? Is it nerve wracking? What does it do to a player? Well, what it does for a player, I mean, especially you're talking about uh, the Packers who haven't been in in a while, and and uh, you know, Steelers uh, probably a more veteran team who's been to multiple Super Bowls. Uh, it can be a distraction because it actually cuts up the flow of how your team wants to function throughout the week and prepare themselves. Yes, they don't want to be in a situation where they start to be distracted uh, because you know, just like anybody a team that uh, that goes to the the final game. Uh, you can be distracted throughout the week uh, that can affect the football team um, on game day. And that's the one thing you don't want to have is to lose it because you're you're young in the game and you don't know how things are and you get so excited about being in the Super Bowl and you forget about, you know, Sunday's the game. But I think these two teams are fairly focused due to, you know, the way they're, both of their quarterbacks play. They're cool and calm and collective and they don't, you know, get out of control, and I think sometimes the teams take on the mentor, uh, the mentality of their quarterback, and you know, if that's the case, then, you know, you really do have two pretty cool quarterbacks uh, going into the week. So is the ice storm maybe a blessing for the players that may, some that may venture out and creep out to some of the distractions? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of hard. Well, it's kind of hard to be distracted when you really can't make it out your hotel. <laughs> Well, which is true, and I think sometimes it is a blessing, uh, especially for, like I said, the Green Bay Packers, which, you know, they're fairly new and haven't been to the Super Bowl, uh, and I don't know how long, but, you know, we know the Steelers have won, uh, you know, Rothenberg has already won two Super Bowls, and he's, you know, attended his third Super Bowl. So um, you can obviously see, you know, which team will be able to handle the week and not be distracted and still be able to focus on the game which is the most and an ultimate uh, reason why they're there. And so um, even when you see all the, the networks and the news, you know, everyone, ha- you know, is cracking jokes, having a good time, and that just shows the team bonding that they have. Absolutely, absolutely. And then and then one other thing about distraction, and you know we're going to get to the, to the nitty-gritty of what we think is going to happen on Super Bowl Sunday a final final element of distraction, which maybe a lot of people don't think about, but I'm sure you are familiar with this one. It is getting your family and friends all the arrangement of who's getting tickets, who's coming in, where are they staying, how the logistics work for that. Is that like the biggest distraction in the world for this game, or is this something that you just generally would delegate to somebody else so that you don't have to fool with it? Well, I you know, just through experience. For me, I mean, my first year and the first time I ever made it to the Great Cup was was my second year uh, in the league. And and mm-hmm. I tell you what, I brought up everybody, <laughs> everybody, <laughs> because you, you're already thinking that you know you're, you're gonna you're gonna be in these games multiple times because you're with a good football team. And 
and we lost that first year. And I tell you what, the just the Aww. expenses uh, of you know bringing everybody up and you're taking care of everybody and the room and board. Mm-hmm. But we lost, you know, the, you know that pretty much took up all the money. <laughs> <laughs> All the money that that, that you so earned for that yeah, game. So basically, play I played that game for free. <laughs> I, I played that game lost. for free, and so and, I knew the next lost. time. I knew the next time that uh, you know that won't be the case. And like I said, it's better if you win because you know if you lose, and you know the money's a little bit different, and That's you right. have to pick up all the expenses. And so at the end of the day, you mean your expenses uh, may override you know, uh, the, the amount of, of your winning. So it all depends. Mm-hmm. It's best to win okay. if you're going to do all at all. If you're going to so do that. So I will, I will share one more story with you, one, and but I but I can't say who it is because I don't have permission to say who it is. But, but one of my buds, uh, he was playing, and I forgot what Super Bowl it was, but he was, you know, playing in the Super Bowl, and I won't say which teams because I don't want to narrow it down. But, uh, it was Sunday, right? This is Sunday. They are literally getting ready to leave the hotel, jump on the bus to head to the arena for Super, you know, for this Super Bowl. And he gets a call uh, from his mother in the hotel, you know, on the hotel phone. And his mother, who is who is you know older, I mean, he's old enough to play in the Super Bowl, right? And his mother calls to say, "Are you sitting down? I'm pregnant." And so that's how he found out his little sister that came very, very late in the game <laughs> was coming. I say all that to say that people don't realize the craziest of things that can be happening all in the circus that is this championship game. You know, whether it's Grey Cup, whether it's World Series, whether it's the Super Bowl, you know, each of these players just you just never know what has been happening to them personally prior to them truly walking onto that field or that court, uh, you know, and so it, it's just, I mean, you know, I think that those are stories that people don't always realize, uh, the incredible challenges sometimes that players are faced with, even uh, even the uh, quarterback of the um, Alouette, wasn't he hurt? And didn't he, like, like uh, postpone some treatment or some, yeah, some uh, yes. He, yeah. he announced it after the game that uh, he had a thyroid uh, condition. That's right. And they they weren't sure if it was, it was cancerous or not. And so yeah, I mean he right. pretty much kept that quiet and actually played uh, you know pretty much throughout the year. Uh, but yeah, the, that is the um, probably the ultimate distraction dealing with your family mm-hmm. because you know you're taking care of people and people. Um, we haven't seen you play, they're actually calling you for tickets and they want to come to the game. And so, you know, that's mm-hmm. something that you have to deal with uh, prior beforehand. But, you know, once that's taken care of, I mean, you you, you try to keep yourself from uh, from dealing with family and make sure that, uh, you know, they're provided, have a good time. And I came to dealing with tickets uh, since I'm already in the Super Bowl and preparing. So that's the last thing you want to because it can be a distraction and, uh, and a form of stress uh, that you mm-hmm. don't need uh prior to the game. And so, you know, dealing with family can be very uh, um, difficult, too. So, but the, the thing is, I mean, you just have to find a way to still focus because it is a big game. Uh, everybody wants to attend it. Um, everyone's happy for you. Uh, but at the same time, you have to still uh, realize that what you're there for is to, you know, to win a championship with the guys you've been going to war with all year. All right, Damon. So let's talk about this war. So who's going to win a Super Bowl? Let's let's cut to the chase. Who's going to win? 
You know, I think uh, in, in previous years, I mean, you can always uh, pick one team or the other, but, you know, the the tr- true reality of this game here is um, these two teams are so evenly matched in the way they play and the way that both of their quarterbacks play. And, you know, just, you know, the one edge uh, may be because the Steelers, you know, has uh, Palomalo coming back, and, uh, and they feel he's going to be a major difference. But, you know, the Green Bay Packers play very good sound defense, and they can score on offense. Um, I believe at times that they could be more explosive on offense than the, the Steelers. But it's going to come down to, you know, which defense plays the best uh, throughout mm-hmm. the game. Because um, I, I believe that both of these quarterbacks are very sound and very good. And so uh, it, this is probably one of the most difficult games to actually call. But um, I am. Uh, I like uh, the Green Bay Packers quarterback, uh, the way he plays. So you like the way Aaron Rodgers plays? Yeah, I do like and the you, way Aaron so Rodgers you think, plays. Uh, I love the so way he throws the football. Mm-hmm. I like the way he throws the football. Um, he throws it with zip touch. Um, he can run with the football, and you know, I just like the way he plays. And you know, and I like Ben too. So if you want to, you know, it's hard to pick. Um, so but, you know, the Big Ben's experience. So even with Big Ben's experience, you take Rogers. Well, you know, I think I always like the underdog in a sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just asking, just asking. Okay, so what about the running game? Who will establish the best running game? Well, I think the Steelers always, uh, over the the history, always been a really good running team and, and relied so much on their running game. Um, but um, I still believe that Pittsburgh still has the best running game because of uh, history, and they've you know put emphasis on their run game and their ability. And over the past years, and even though they're opening it up offensively, I still believe that Pittsburgh has the best running game um, mm-hmm. uh, between the two teams. Because you know, it was all said and done, you know, Green Bay Packers they, they throw the football. Now let's now now let's switch over to a defense. Uh, one little tidbit bit of fact for me to just throw out there is that the Packers defense led the NFL in sacks, uh, or led the NFC in sacks. And so, is 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 their defense going to be a, a difference maker? Because I mean, it sounds like you're leaning towards uh, you're leaning towards uh, Packers. So is it, so is that going to be a difference maker? Well, I think it's the old cliche that they say, you know, uh, offense puts people in the season, defense wins championships. And I do, and I honestly right. do believe that when it, when it comes to the nuts and bolts of, uh, you know, winning championships, you know, the defense is going to have to stand on top of their heads and which defense that will do that. Uh, you know, obviously one, one of the key things that, that both teams do very well is they can put pressure on the passer. And, and it's too evenly defense because the way they play, uh, they play very similar. Uh, they rely mm-hmm. so much on the giving different looks, uh, pressure, uh, pack defense, and like I said, throughout the year, uh, you know, Green Bay has played really good, but everyone knows what Pittsburgh's defense uh, can do uh, with their you know, four linebacker scheme and DBs, and they give you multiple looks and zone bleed, uh, different blitzes, uh, but the Packers, Packers are the same way on defense, too, and so which defense will show up um, mm-hmm. in that uh, in the way they play their style of defense? Uh, ultimately, I believe that that team will win. 
Well, let me tell you. It's always going to come down. It's always going to come down to turnovers anyway. Turnovers and mm-hmm. uh, field position and those things when it comes to the fundamentals of playing the game of football. Mm-hmm. Well, let me tell you what sports sports writer uh, D. Presley. He's he's a contributor for Yahoo. I love how he puts this. He says basically, in short, Super Bowl Forty Five will be dominated by the Green Bay Packers, who will embarrass the Steelers on offense and defense, leading to a beatdown of epic proportions. <laughs> Green Bay will raise the Lombardi Trophy in victory shortly after completing their thirty-one to three route of the Steelers. In Super Bowl Forty Five, I mean, man, and if and if I look on the net, everybody's saying that. That's what I find well, so fascinating. Everybody's saying well, the same it thing. Is, it is fascinating because if we if we anybody can write that kind of story, it's it's a fascinating story. But we all know that the game is played on the field, and you know, and oh, we yeah. won't know that in, until Sunday. And so, yeah, I love it the fact that we have all these you know these great minds uh, predicting games. I mean, are mm-hmm. you kidding? So the game is played on the field, right, and that's game. where that's, that's right. where the true story will be li- will lie and, and and played. And you know, other than that, I mean, it's just you know, people's uh, individual philosophies on which they think that may happen. The fact that they can pick one team or the other uh, shows that there's two teams in the Super Bowl. <laughs> that's the only <laughs> that's thing exactly it shows. Right. That's that <laughs> is exactly right. Teams, yeah, it only shows that those so, two teams are in the Super Bowl. Well, the nice thing is they're they're going to play in the beautiful Cowboy Stadium. So even though um, right now our weather in Dallas is 10 degrees, and tomorrow is going to be 10 degrees as well. So unfortunately they will practice, and, and their navigation to practice may be altered because it might be hard for them to move around. But by Friday in Dallas, the things are going to start to thaw out. By Sunday, shouldn't affect Jerry Jones and company. The high is, is slated to be in the in the mid-50s. So it's, well, a, it's a comfortable temperature. Yeah, it's a comfortable temperature. Yeah. It's just they've got to enjoy it. So basically the people who are going to lose out are the people throwing parties and events. Uh, but Jerry's not going to miss out on his money on Sunday. Um, so, you know, the game will be played. Do you think it will be a close matchup? Do you think the score will be close? I still think it's going to be a fairly close ball game because the, the momentum will be, uh, I think, multiple uh, momentum switches. I'd be surprised if it's lopsided uh, because, you know, yeah, you're dealing do. with, you're dealing with two good offensive teams. You're dealing with uh, two very good defensive teams, and you know these two teams uh, really earned the right to to be uh, in the Super Bowl because you know they had to play some really good teams. Uh, but the weather it won't affect any of these two teams because they play in cold weather. Um, so uh, it'd be quite interesting to see. You know they don't really worry about the weather. These guys play in snow, minus twenty, thirty, and these are type of weather they play in. So, you know, the weather won't be a factor for these two teams. So it's, it's going to be an all-good-out, just just great, great game is what you're playing. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it's going to be an unpredictable Super Bowl, uh, and it's a game that you can't predict. Um, but it will, I think it will come down to, you know, at the end, down in the fourth quarter, uh, which team will – you know, make the difference. But, you know, I'm surp- I would be surprised if it is a lopsided. Really? I don't know. You know, I, it's, I guess being in the city of Dallas, you know, I, I get a chance to, to see all the other things. It, it just feels like it's about so much more than the game right now. It's almost kind of sad. I, I, I wish I would be hearing more people talking about 
uh, about the actual sport. Speaking of that, this is Black History Month, and so I, of course, want to take a moment, since this is our sports show, to recognize a certain man in history uh, that was the first African-American baseball player uh, to play in Major League Baseball. Damon Allen, what what is that man's name? This is a great trivia, even though I know you know his name. I know you you're talking about the great Jackie Robinson who played the game and showed us how to play the game with grace, uh, professionalism, and uh, he was the the right person to break into Major League Baseball and to show us that you know, um, you know, dis- despite all your challenges and obstacles that face you, uh, he's gonna he showed us how to play the game with grace and you know what a, what a tremendous role model. You know, and that's why his name is uh, on every baseball stadium in, in the world. Absolutely. So do you recall the year that he broke into Major League Baseball? His wow, Major no. Major League Baseball I, debut? Wow, no. Uh, okay, well, well, you were not around. I know I wasn't around. I think, was it in the 40s? Yes, that is correct. Uh-huh. You want to you wanna try to guess the year? No, I don't, but I know it was in okay, the 40s. Okay, well, uh, well, 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 I'll tell you the year, 1947, Do you, and do you do you recall what the team was? Oh, the Brooklyn Dodgers, I know that. Brooklyn Dodgers, that's right, the Brooklyn Dodgers. Yeah. And so he, so he came into Major League Baseball, coming from the Negro League, but came into Major League Baseball in 1947 for the Brooklyn Dodgers, and his last Major League appearance was on October 10, uh, 1956, as well for the Brooklyn Dodgers. So his batting average, he had a, 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 a .311 batting average. He had over 1,500 hits over 137 home runs. Uh, he had 734 ribbies, runs, bad events, and 197 stolen bases. All right, so that's, this show goes so fast. Damon, thanks so much. I appreciate it. Any of my callers that are listening live, you can catch the last few snippets of the show on the repeat. Damon, enjoy the game. I can't wait to talk to you after I, this. I definitely, yes, we will talk, and uh, what a great show, and uh, thanks for honoring uh uh, Black History Month and uh, the great uh, Jackie Robinson too. Absolutely, and so and so, Damon, tell me how your show is doing. My show is uh, doing good. I'm on my fourth episode, and we're just uh, continue uh, to work through and uh, to learn more. And I'm, I'm learning uh, the business, and you know, thanks for uh, being on your show. I can you know uh, continue to practice, uh, but yes, mm-hmm. uh, just check my show out on uh, DamonAllen.ca. That's called Very Outside good. the Pocket, and uh, check it out. And your co-host name? And your co-host name My co-host is? name is Tracy Lynn. Uh, Tracy Lynn. She's Very good. Tracy Lynn, yes. Excellent. All right, so so everyone is listening to The Real Jenny on sports. Please make sure you check out David Allen's show. It's really, it's a hot show because he's got, you know, great names, some that you may not realize, and then you start listening, and, and Damon pulls out such great facts, which is what I love when he's interviewing, and Tracy Lynn is great, too. She's really seasoned, and so they bounce off each other really, really well. Um, so if you get a chance, even if you don't, make a chance and and go to DamonAllen.ca and check out Outside the Pocket. It is definitely worth your time. Well, that's it. Thank you, Damon. Again, we'll be talking, I'm sure, before the next show because, you know, I'm going to talk Super Bowl. Before then, I just won't be yeah. able to help it. 
<laughs> but but stay warm. Enjoy your time. Thank you so much, everyone. You've been on live with the real Jenny on sports. Today is Tuesday, February first, two thousand eleven, and we will see you next time.